Hello, my conscious soul. This is Jay Wynn. Welcome to the Conscious Chess Podcast, where we bring inspiring individuals living purposeful lives in the hope of inspiring you to be your best authentic self. This is episode number 14 with Mia. She has over 27 years of coaching experience, working with many souls, helping them to break the wheel and making a shift in their lives. She studies psychology and leadership in university, and she is a teacher, life coach, personal trainer, energy therapist, and a mentor. Mia is also an entrepreneur with a history of running health clubs for over 15 years. Her mission is to help this planet heal beyond our wounds and to understand our natural state of happiness, flow, and abundance. You can reach Mia via Instagram on at growbymia or go to www.growbymia.com. In this episode, we discuss how to discover childhood traumas and how to heal them, the steps to overcome codependency and heal the fear of abandonment, what truly is intimacy and how to cultivate more intimacy in relationships and create conscious relationships. Here's my interview with Mia. Thank you for being on the show, Mia. Thank you. Nice to be here. I start off with your personal history, who you are, where you grew up, and what were your early years were like? So there's a lot of things to tell about that, but um, I grew up in Sweden, and when I was five years old, I moved down to Greece with my mother and father. My father is from Greece and my mother from Sweden, and um, it was a complete, completely different world to, to be raised there. Um, it was really challenging. My father was beating my mother almost every day in front of my eyes so I became a therapist when I was five years old starting to record all the fights and try to really I was listening and wondering like what can they do different what can my mom do different so I was starting already as five-year-old like being really interesting in understanding like how humans are working out you know how I can can help them so yes but that was too much of a responsibility of course um and it was like really destructive relationship so I, I grew up with a lot of dysfunctional mm. ways in the in the in the family but that also made me really um wanting to go out and try to be as good as possible so the good girl um were awakened inside of me and I was good at school I was always good at all the dancing all the sports that I was doing I was making sure that everyone was loving me and liking me my friends my friends parents and then when I was 12 we kind of escaped from my father and that was also really really dramatic we need to to hide in a woman's shelter here in Sweden and it took a while you know before everything was settled down so it was like really traumatic and we need to escape and I needed to leave my father and that is also a trauma but then uh, yes uh, the teenagers came and you know I, I got became a teenager and I was still this good girl that really wanted to show people how good I could be. I was the perfect student, the perfect dance student. I was starting to doing some modeling and um, Mm. yes, I was controlling everything in my life. So nothing could go wrong because before I couldn't control things. Uh, And yeah, and I went into eating disorders uh, and that was also like, controlling the food mm-hmm. and then I thought I was like free from that but then it was more controlling training and, and the movement and when I was like 17 
18, I started to work as a workout teacher. And when I was 20, I was taking care of other instructors at the gym. And then I started my my long road of um, really being in the health industry. And the yoga came into my life and meditation. And I was helping people through that. And uh, I also started to become a, a teacher. So I'm, mm-hmm. I have a degree as being a teacher for kids up to 14 years old. Wow. And then I get, and then I get <laughs> married when I was 23. When I was 23, I was married. I had a daughter, a husband. I had a car, my own apartment. And I was almost graduated as a teacher. So I was really running fast to, to make everything that you were supposed to make to get happy. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, you know, I've watched a few of your episodes on your YouTube channel and you speak about intimacy and relationships, uh, which we'll dive into it later. But first, yeah. um, since you mentioned about childhood trauma, let's dive into that. So how do we discover our childhood traumas and how do we heal them? Yes, how to discover them is really start to notice everything that is challenging in your life everything that you find is challenging will give you a clue of what you need to heal from your childhood and then you can start to do meditations you can go to a therapist and start to do the digging to remember which situations has caused this fear because it's about fear it is fear based yes because whatever we have been through like Okay, my story is pretty dramatic, but some people have not had that dramatic on the outside, but on the inside, emotionally, we're still so hurt as a child. So fear makes us put all these masks and create uh, truths that are not truth. So, So the way to really start to discover is go immediately to the challenge. Like, say you have a difficulty in saying no to people that you love or you have a difficulty with with conflicts, you don't like conflicts, then you start there and start to dive in deeper and deeper and deeper. And it takes time, like the inner child work is going to be a lifetime work forever and ever, because you're not ready for all the layers immediately, you need to take one step at a time. So it's like a masking and folding of who we really were. So how do we, so is that how we try to find our truth? Because we all have our own truth. Absolutely. Like when we are a child, we came to this world and we were like completely free. And then, you know, we get to see our parents, how they are behaving. We, we, we take after them. We see what, what people like and not like. And that is how we're creating ourselves. Mm. We are not allowing ourselves to be who we are. So we're just taking in different identities and limiting beliefs. Actually, they are limiting, but we don't understand it. So we bring in beliefs and identities, and then we start to walk through the life. And then suddenly life hits us and we start to try to unfold everything that we put on us like the identities the limiting beliefs and everything so then we start to go backward to find that little girl again that was crazy happy about life and completely free to be who she were wow and you mentioned in your youtube channel as well that codependency and abandonment issues stem from childhood trauma so if so how do we heal codependency like what are the steps to overcome codependency and how do we heal the fear of abandonment yes the the fear of abandonment can come 
very easily. It's just, you know, if you're a child and your mother goes to work or your father a lot and, and not not really very available, that is very common, you know, in a, in, a, in a family, then you start to feel abandoned immediately. Or if you get a sibling, like a, like a sister or a brother, and your mother puts more attention to that, then you're going to feel abandoned. So it doesn't need to be like this huge trauma. Wow. Like most of the people have been through these things, but the little child, one, two or three-year-old will feel abandoned. So this is the thing that sometimes we are searching for huge traumas, like sexual traumas or abuse, but it's not that. It's those wow. little things. It can be like your mother is not feeling really well at that moment. She yeah. might go through like a depression, a burnout or whatever, and you feel abandoned. So it's the slightest thing. She might be sick or the father be sick. So how to heal that is actually allow yourself to go into to the pain and it takes time. Usually we need some professional help to, to dare to go deep into the childhood wound. So if we have huge codependency problems we need to go to a therapist I think coach healer or at least go to the 12-step meetings for codependency and do like a, because there you get a sponsor so go deep into the work to really understand what has happened but most of all feel the pain mm. like allow yourself to be sad and angry you know over what your mother did at that time and your father and this is usually creating a conflict because like me, I really love my mother. She has done everything for me. But at certain points in my life, you know, she couldn't be there for me. And that created a lot of, like on an emotional level, she couldn't be there for me. And a little child should not go through those things. Mm -hmm. So I needed to go. And it's taking me a long time to allow myself to really feel as that little girl were feeling, you know, and, and allow myself to be angry and sad and really angry and really sad about what I was going through and what my mother took me through that I still love a lot so when we allow ourselves to go through the pain this is nothing that we have been taught because go through pain is like the dark night of a soul and mm, if we never you know yeah. taught how to be there then we're gonna avoid it we will be like okay I'm a little bit sad I'm doing the work a little bit but now let's grab a Ben & Jerry or go and have fun or you know run to some kind of addiction as I say something that will numb you mm, from it's feeling. like a so that is why it takes, yeah something that will keep you because we really don't like to be sad because the society also has ta taught us like if you're sad that's not good you're not a good person people will not be attracted to you blah blah blah, blah. then it's the depression and you don't do what you can you know you're not yeah. attracting what you want blah blah so we have all these limiting beliefs about sadness and yeah, we don't true. know how to cope with it and once you attack like really connect to that those emotions part of you will feel like you're dying and actually wow. you are kind of dying you know um so this is the part that a lot of people are missing they mm. and I did it too I did the process mentally and it's better than do not doing it at all but this is what I'm seeing in my clients and my students they do the process about the childhood on a mental level understanding why and everything and then we go we skip all the part of pain and then we go to forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And especially since it's so beautiful to be, you know, enlightened and forgive everyone, but that's not the truth. Yeah. So we need to go into the pain. We need yeah. to have someone 
or something like that is also why I created the the course, the, the growth and self-love experience, because I mm. really take these women deep into the pain, but I'm holding a safe space. Space and I'm really telling why it's worth it. So once you allow the pain to come through, then you can see your part because like I was do doing something, uh, you know, you were the one also that created different kind of strategies. So you are part of allowing this to happen also. So we need to forgive ourselves for all the strategies and behaviors that we brought on ourselves mm. to survive. And that made us you know, going to bad relationships, like bad marriages, choosing wrong um, partner. Partner, and yeah, and the last stage is when once we forgive ourselves after feeling the pain, we can actually forgive that person. But we cannot skip those parts, and mm -hmm. yeah, so that is how you heal. <laughs> then the codependency is like if you have people with addiction in your family or like a mental um, illness. Like really bad then you have a codependency towards that person and that's that illness then it's amazing to go to a 12-step program for codependency I think oh. that is amazing because it yeah. doesn't cost anything so in order to do that say we can't do it as a we need the help of a coach or like an NLP practitioner or whoever that can help us so in order to sort of pull out those pain because if we're trying to do it ourselves, sometimes we don't even know what has happened. So like, you know, it's blocked from us. So exactly. how do you tap into that? Our strategies of like, we have so strong strategies of holding that away. So mm. the resistance is so huge. Uh, so we, as you say, we will not even be able to go there because we will not feel it, sense it and understand it. We will be like, yeah, this is it, because we have worked out tremendously, like walls to not mm -hmm. go deeper. That's why we need a professional people that really can help us through, through regression, hypnosis, or meditation and stuff like that. And of course, there are a lot of beautiful meditations that can guide you into your inner child, but still it's heavy work. And when once you tap into that pain, it's very important to have someone that holds you. Mm. And since you mentioned relationships, I want to talk about intimacy. So what does intimacy mean to you and how important is intimacy in relationships? And how can we have more intimacy in relationship? And say, for instance, you're with a partner who is emotionally more distant than you but you want to create more intimacy with your partner. So how do we voice that without coming across as you're trying to change that person and ask for what you need in a relationship? Yeah, no, there were some many questions, but mm -hmm. first of all, like intimacy, I, I love like the into me, you see, you know, intimacy, into me, you see. Yeah. So it's all about, you know, intimacy is really showing exactly who you are with everything that you are at that moment. Wow. And, and that the other person also do it. That is intimacy, you know, like really opening up my heart completely and, and, and giving everything that is going on through me and with me and the same with that person that I'm intimate with. Mm. So intimacy. To me, you see, there's like all the walls, uh, all the, the fears, just we allow them to disappear just by opening and showing yourself exactly. So say you if you're feeling 
fearful you tell them as well so like look i'm feeling insecure i'm feeling this way yeah like last night we had a sharing me and my partner because we're not at the same country right now and Mm -hmm. we have this structure of three questions that we always do when we have sharings and right now we're doing sharings every evening so first i share what um what I appreciate or what I love about him. And then he do the same to me. And then I'm sharing what I'm afraid of. What my fears are right now. And it can be about the relationship, but it can be about me and my things. Mm -hmm. And then he shares. And and the third one is uh, I'm asking, what he longs for or I tell what I long for okay. yeah. and then he, what he longs for it's very beautiful because then it's like there's no guilt there's no blame mm. there's just you know me sharing where I am what I love about him and then his heart's open and then I share what I'm afraid of mm-hmm. and it's still just my feelings mm. and uh, once he has opened heart and and this is a beautiful practice and also to do with friends like yesterday I had a friend calling me and he feels like I have too much to do and he just like I want to say that I love you so much and I want to have I want to have you in my life more Mm -hmm. and to dare to be to show yourself you know with your longings and your needs that is being intimate and like to, to your next question about like what is it if what if you are a giver that is again like that will not be any problem to be a giver if you are giving to yourself first so Mm. you need to look at your needs it's always this energy exchange about giving and receiving otherwise it will not work in the long run and the the polarity and the uh, I mean the, the passion and the attraction will disappear if not both equally are giving and receiving so it's if it if this gets like this the polarity and attraction will disappear that is why it's needed to be like and also sometimes we worry that if I just sort of say that because would we you know our ego come into place we're like oh I'm gonna come across as I'm being needy but basically you're just expressing your needs and you're being real and showing up to your partner who you really are and is it about radical honesty as well? Just like there's no lies. It's just like completely being honest with that person. Absolutely. Yes. Like that is the thing. Like if we talk about like jealousy, um, mm-hmm. like jealousy will always appear in a, in a healthy relationship, actually. But it's how it appears because we all like during my 27 years, I've never come across a person that don't have fears of rejection and abandonment. We all have this, mm-hmm. like all of us are having that. So we will react out of protecting ourselves all the time. So when you, when you are sharing, uh, like I, I actually feel jealous. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but this, this, this feeling is really like this happened like maybe two or three times in my relationship with my partner now and I'm not a jealous type but sometimes it hits me because also like reality is like people can have a strong energy together Mm. and I can feel energies and it's not like (laughs) I can feel that and and it's uh, every time I allowed myself to speak that out Mm -hmm. uh, it was never to make him change anything it was just to express it and once you express it the energy shifts because 
as long as we're putting things down, things and thoughts and feelings, we would turn them around and start to judge ourselves. Once we express them, then we leave out that energy and the person can receive it. And then you can talk and like, wow, but I really love you and I think you're amazing. And Mm -hmm. why I like to spend time with her is because of this and this. And then you can get an explanation. Mm -hmm. And like all the time when I'm doing this with my clients too, it's like, an energy that has been blocked and pushed down because of the fear of being abandoned, rejected, and come across as an crazy as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you don't want to look like an egoistic person mm-hmm. that has a lot of needs. Uh, yeah. and, and that is always like ask yourself, oh my God, I feel egoistic. I feel needy. I feel like I'm trying to change the other person. But it's not about that. It's just about expressing, expressing because you know I want to hear my beloved or my kids what they long for because I might actually want to meet them in that at least I want to understand them so I might nowadays I don't change uh, but I I maybe can say something that makes them more safe I can it's a wake-up call to me like wow if you feel like this maybe I need to express this more show you more of this so yes it's so important like it makes all the difference but Mm. it's so freaking scary and uncomfortable actually it's like the worst ever but the biggest treasure also Mm. afterwards because sometimes Mm. everyone is say that like we're feeling like oh I'm feeling a bit jealous but then you're like oh because because we have our ego come into place like oh I don't want to be like that needy or that jealous person but then if you just voice it from a loving way rather than you know, coming across as like, oh, you're doing something wrong, then that's where we sort of build more intimacy then. Exactly, exactly. And I had my my ex-husband was really jealous, but then he was like guilt tripping me all the time and and blaming me. But my partner now, when he addresses it, it's more like, wow, I got so jealous when I saw you, you know, in this show with this guy, I saw you having things in common that we don't have. Mm. And it's like, that really, you know, fills my heart. And I feel that I love him even more when he can address that. So completely different. Yeah, wow. It's amazing. And because like, we don't really like, as in like us, like having partner these days, we don't really actually connect. We're just you know, or the words got in the way or all these responsibility got in the way. And then as soon as something's wrong happened, we straight away blame the other person rather than just like actually realizing and, you know, having that self-awareness and look at ourselves rather than we're just like pointing fingers. And then we don't even try hard to work on it. We're just like, it's too hard next person right that's just what we do these days because of all these like their dating websites and you know dating apps and all that it's just so easy to find another person but then you're not really fixing the cause or the actual issue if it's a next you never heal it'll be the same you're not healing yeah exactly you never heal and it is the most it's like you feel like you're dying inside and then you rather leave but you don't even come in contact with it and again that's why we need to work with the wounds like Mm -hmm. if you have a partner that knows his wounds or her wounds then you every time when you like clinch together you will understand what is yours 
and what is his and what mm. is the relationship fields and it's never almost never the relationship fields some almost always the activation of the wounds and mm -hmm. the activations of his wounds coming poof like this and as you yeah. say like what i'm seeing like this is really my belief since a long time ago like the the deepest longing that we have is to be able to give all the love that we have and then i mean like express like i love you i love you so freaking much i love your arm i love your lips you know we we long for that but we can't really we don't even dare to express all the love mm -hmm. that we have to our friends and, and and partner and mother and all everything and then we have this huge huge longing to receive love but we don't oh, even know how yeah. to receive so this is like the core problem in the whole world. That's the only thing that everything comes we back all crave to. for. It's like we want to love and yeah, we want to be loved. Exactly. And be able to do that. And it sounds easy. And in one way, it's easy if we remember that. But we are creating all these stories and like, he's that, he's wrong. He did that to me and she did that. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, it's yeah, we're blaming everyone else or ourselves. And then we just keep on going. But in the in the end, it's, it's just the only thing. And that is why we came here to heal this, mm. to heal this. Say like, so say you're in a relationship and you are on the, you know, you're on the journey of growth and you you know your wounds and you're trying to work on it but your partner is not on that level yet so how do you communicate that to your partner yeah. that is really hard that that comes to your needs like this is something that i come across a lot with my women since i'm working a lot with women mm -hmm. and they are like accelerating right now in the whole world women are accelerating fast in their inner growth and the man is like wow what happened what is mm -hmm. happening you know and we just I want this. I want a deeper connection. I want to look in your eyes. I don't want to have sex like before, you know. <laughs> and the guy is like, whoa. Okay, I think it's so hardcore. I want to have a deeper soul connection, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. So so this is very common right now. And, you know, when you come to a certain level of awareness, because I actually want to say that it's a certain levels of awareness, mm -hmm. it will be really hard to be with a partner. If you really do your inner work and really, living consciously every day it's going to be really hard to be with someone that does not want to join that work in the long run it's going to be hard yeah so it's just better to because if that person is not growing on the same level as you then you'll have to just let that relationship go because there's no point really hanging on yeah at least yeah at least i think like i think you always should try like mm -hmm. if there's a willingness mm -hmm. everything can be solved i think every relationship can turn into a deep love mm -hmm. if there are two ingredients and that is an attraction a basic attraction mm -hmm. without that it's really hard it's like attraction needs to be there and a willingness to work and grow together and stay in there comfortable. If that's there, mm -hmm. like can be the most profound and amazing experience and the most healing thing to be in a relationship of growth because that's where we really grow. So my, my, if I say like, if you have a partner that are 
willing to do deeper sharings with you mm-hmm. uh, then you can just go on that journey I don't mean like leave leave him if he doesn't go to therapy mm-hmm. or doing yeah his, um, so because like my partner he's not into spirituality like me but he yeah. allows it completely and I'm not trying to hide it but he really wants to connect on a soul level and mm-hmm. we are doing the work so you don't need to be in the same level but at least it needs to be an inner work on an individual basis because mm-hmm. every time you hit because you are not on the same place you mm-hmm. need to be able to withdraw go into yourself and see like what is this have to do with me and my mm-hmm. past experiences yeah. and the other partner needs to do that yeah. and and what I'm seeing, like, you know, we stay a lot of times in relationship too long. I was doing that with my ex-husband mm-hmm. for 15 years. I was like really trying everything. I took him to the yoga trainings, retreats, meditation. I was doing everything, but he never, you know, he was never committed to do it like by himself, yeah. for himself. Mm-hmm. So we can try, but sooner or later, uh, we will need to choose between stopping our growth or leaving the relationship if the other person doesn't come yeah so it's like people might not grow at the same pace if they are still growing like it might just be you know they're growing at slower pace than you but as long as they're growing then it's worth having that person in your life yeah and that there's a willingness Mm -hmm. to to understand each other on a deeper level I mean like really have deep conversations like really sit and have a deeper soul connection and 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 not only like okay he's working on his taekwondo training and he's going into meditation during his taekwondo and I'm going into my stuff it's really like the willingness to Mm. to be into me I see state (laughs) like really show myself show myself we like I've been doing this work for 27 years and it's not until the last four years with my current partner that I've been really daring to show my inner child for him and allow her to cry and be furious sometimes and it has taken me so long time with my inner work to feel Mm -hmm. that safe and also it has taken me to find that kind of person that makes me feel safe and don't use everything that I'm telling to him so yeah it's interesting wow (laughs) and um that leads to my next question which is how can we get closer to our true self and step into something that we're born to do yeah that's where spirituality comes in for me Mm. like really spirituality like we always have like deep within ourselves we know what we always have been longing for what we really are passionate about and what we love mm-hmm. but we also need to do the wounds work that is why when I created the, the coach uh, education that I'm having mm-hmm. I'm forcing everyone to do the growth and self-love experience it doesn't matter how much you have done before I'm forcing everyone to do the wounds work because until we have healed, we will not be able to tap in fully to what we are supposed to do. We don't even dare and we don't wow. feel worthy. It's about shadow work or is it about... Yeah, like the, the wounds is, is shadow work. I, I think sometimes we're making it so easy when we call it shadow work because I want to have like, but what is shadow? You know, mm. like wounds is absolutely shadow work, but... 
Yeah, but also like when we work with a masculine and feminine energy, understand how much we are in our masculine mm. all the time. And we need to heal and heal the masculine. We need to heal what we think and say about the feminine energy and allow that to arise. So it's like it's going to be shadow work through each and every area mm-hmm. uh, because it needs to be done. Otherwise, we're just hiding, hiding our yeah. shadows. And we need to have, we need to, we need to love own our both. shadow. Yeah, we have yeah, to we own both. Love. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's why I, I really, you know, when you're asking me like how to step into your mission and your life purpose, it's that's was also why I created this course. I was having these amazing clients being healers, therapists, psychologists, but they were struggling with their own life, their own self-worth, and they were struggling with their with their making money wow. of what they love. Like it was so yeah. clear it was their passion and their mission. But if we haven't healed, if mm. we don't feel worthy, how can we then step forward and say like, come to me, this is my mission. I'm amazing at this. And yeah. I know I can. That's right. Because then we will be so afraid to be attacked and be rejected and abandoned, mm-hmm. humiliated and all this five wow. So that is why I'm making them because we cannot even tap into abundance if we haven't healed. I mean, I love the courses that you can go to for five days, five weeks. And like, if you yeah. just do this, then abandonment going to come. And I get so frustrated sometimes because I'm like, but it's not going to happen if they don't really believe in what they are trying to manifest. Mm-hmm. True. So tell me more about the program. So is it a 12 weeks program that you're coaching at the moment or offering at the moment? Uh, it's actually two modules. The first module is nine weeks. It's mm-hmm. called the growth and self experience. And I would love for the whole world to do it because mm-hmm. to really put together everything that I have from all my experiences, all my educations during 27 years. So I really guide them through releasing identities, allergies, limiting beliefs, all fears, and going wow. deep into the wounds and understanding your primary wounds. So you understand why you are reacting as you do in certain situations. And then we are moving into really understanding being an empath and a highly sensitive person. Because if you're an empath, and haven't healed your wounds, oh my God, it's going to be a struggle to live actually. Wow. Um, so it can be so amazing to be an empath once you've healed this. And, and and then we're going through like really awakening the feminine energy, the goddess energy, the Shakti energy, the sexual energy to really, you know, claim your sexual energy mm. because that is the life force of a woman. And then we do all these things. And in the end, you will tapping in deep into our passion and by week nine you will really feel and sense what is your life mission so this is like the first module that everyone can do but when you have done that and you if you love my work and I feel that you're ready then you can go into module two and that is becoming a certified life coach in this kind of way working that Mm -hmm. so they need to do all the work themselves and and the certified life coach is also a coach education of the new world because they get get to actually learn how to become a therapist and Mm -hmm. heal the inner child. They're also like a regular life coach, but then they also learn how how to use their intuition and also be able to channel information. So it's being a coach, being a therapist, but also be using your intuition. And 
then um, they get to do the work. So they are given four clients from me that they're going to have five sessions with. So they get to have four clients and five sessions. So they need to do 20 client sessions with during the course and really face, you know, the fear of having someone that is not so easy, questioning your way of working and stuff like that so they really need to do those during the course and once they are done they will be have feel and sense that they can transform a person during five sessions and we also go through all the things about marketing understanding like the personal brand because this is what I'm seeing also I'm seeing amazing light workers I call everyone light workers like Mm. therapists coaches personal trainers whatever um I see them being so amazing but they don't dare to step forward and, mm. and they don't know how to find their personal brand and and also have a, a message out to the world that comes from your heart mm. and then also understand the marketing things and sells from heart because we need to sell uh, it's a crime you know if you don't go out there and show yourself if you have something to give if you can help yeah. people it's a freaking crime I say that to them it is. but this is scary it's scary and they need to be hold so we have zoom meetings we have a group they have sharings it's a very intimate exposure work wow. through yeah. the first nine weeks and the other 18 weeks so it's a huge inner growth so it's not only an education even module two is really an experience because I really this is what I've been missing in my courses because you're going through so like like hell you go from heaven to hell all the time and there's really no space of the emotional holding so and then of course it's it's very held by a lot of like healing meditation and so in, through every week, I'm guiding them through meditations mm-hmm. that are coded as healing and channeling. So I help them connect with their higher self all the time. And that makes the process really going faster. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. It's like really going deep within and to step into what you're born to do. Exactly. And, and, and facing all the fears that you need to release Mm. but doing that in a safe space together with other amazing women and and this is what I'm seeing also all these amazing conscious people that I come across they Mm. don't have real community that they would like to have you know with new people that get to know them where they are now and that's a huge longing and I can say like we women we have a huge mistrust to men like there's a huge resentment towards men but we don't even trust each other so when a deep exposure work occur of course and and women get to become really deep sisters like Mm -hmm. a huge healing inside of you starts to to happen because then you start to understand that oh my god I can actually receive this love and they really love them so it's very profound and it's hard to explain but I have some testimonials on my YouTube from these women Mm -hmm. and on my site also and and it's it's really life-changing for everyone not anyone has gone through and not feel like this really transformed my whole being beautiful how do you live your authentic life and why do you think it's important for you how I live my authentic life is what I want is like to be able to be true like true to myself every day when I wake up and Mm. true to all the people that I meet 
Um, so authenticity for me is to be able to be free. I will not be able to be free until I'm allowing everything, everything to be there. Like really, and to allow everything to be there, we need to have again done the, the healing work. So we're trusting ourselves that we will not abandon ourselves. We will wow. not reject ourselves. So once you have done the inner work, that's why I'm calling it also the growth and self-love. And self-love mm -hmm. is like such a cliche used cliche, word. But yeah, it's such a cliche word that yeah. we forget to do it because everyone just throw these words self-love. But actually doing the actual self-love work is just, it's very important. It is, yes. And like every day we should have like a short date with ourselves, you know, and just rem remind ourselves how beautiful we are. Like our body's changing, we are getting older, you know, and like, okay, why try to go out in, during the day and change that and be try to become better on the outside instead of like going inward and like, I freaking love myself. I've been mm. through a lot of shit and now this is happening. And, you know, have a date with yourself and really love yourself and see like, it doesn't matter if he leaves me or this, um, project you know just crashes because I will never leave myself and mm -hmm. I'm just I I'm you know love myself with my flaws I'm just you know I'm I'm jumping onto things before I'm thinking maybe sometimes and then it's like okay it was a lesson learned instead of like mm. why did you fucking do that oh sorry <laughs> why did you do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um so it's really again like going back to the self-love so being living authentic is it's, it's a journey of doing mm -hmm. the inner work and loving yourself and understanding that you need to trust yourself first. And um, once you start to trust yourself, you can be authentic. You can be crazy. You can look like, like uh, I don't know, one style one day and another day like that. Wow. Um, you can actually yeah. cancel stuff. You can, you know, say no to a lot of things. Or you can speak your truth and not exactly. worry that people are going to judge you for it. And if they, they are probably going to judge you, but once you, you know, you've gone through the, the, the dark night of your soul, you will know it's just a projection and then you will just be able to love them anyway. Mm. And like, I love you, but this is, I love myself more. I need to love myself more. Mm. Beautiful. So and before we wrap this up, I'd like to end it with three questions. So the first one is, share me one truth about you that only you know. That is such a good question um, because honestly, you, you sent that question before to me and I was going on here and I was like, I don't think it's anything that no one knows because that also gave me a good receipt of like, I'm I'm sharing everything with my partner mm. and my closest friends and I'm I love exposure work and I've been to this heavy deep retreats where you really say everything wow, yeah uh, and also like in the 12 step you you on, on step five you really tell all your secrets wow. to your and you're not allowed to hold anything inside of you and you need to speak it out. So I, I couldn't really find anything that think the thing that only my partner knows um and maybe my kids is that I'm obsessed when it comes to dishes. Like it's so important to me <laughs> <laughs> that the dishes are done. And uh -huh. it's and it's something that I'm embracing. Like I really, you know, okay, it might be hard for people that are with me, but mm -hmm. 
I really allow myself to take that as like a self-care. It's important for me. So I make sure that people know that it's important mm-hmm. for me and nice. I giving that to myself. <laughs> Love that. And uh, what does it mean to you to live a conscious lifestyle? A conscious lifestyle is for me to, to be able to, to be free, to um. be able to be free and allow everything to change. Like allow everything to change because it is changing. And when we don't allow ourselves to be that free and change opinions uh, or cravings or passion or what we love or not love, then we're going to be stuck. So the journey of always going inward every day, even a couple of times a day and just check like, where am I? What do I feel about this? What What do I need right now? What am I in need of expressing, giving or receiving? So, yes, that is authenticity and conscious living for me. Amazing. And the final question is, what impact do you want to leave on this world? I, I, I need to choose one thing is really understanding that uh, no matter what you have been through or no matter what you think about yourself uh, or no matter what you have uh, what kind of beliefs you have about life and what you've been through and yourself you can heal all of that you can really go from being really depressed or mm-hmm. not feeling that you have any successfulness in in your life or having a, a partner you can go from that and step in completely to who you are and really be able to access like the full potential of you and your life uh, like you are able everyone is able to change and release everything that stands in their way from living the life they're supposed to live right love that thank you so much mia <laughs> Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you're leaving feeling inspired to be your best authentic self.